0: That
1: a dim. I uh, have you just got them here.
0: Got two more. I've saved one for each. Oh There's a cookies and cream one to you ain't a cookies and cream one yet and there's a is it honeycomb?
2: Is there any? Yeah. <gasps> I, thought the
1: yeah I thought you ate the last honeycomb. Yeah I thought you ate the last honeycomb.
0: No, we got uh, two packs of each then.
1: Oh, oh. You, well you copped a bit of stick on the week on Friday for eating the last honeycomb? Yeah. If you just joined us here for the podcast, we're just talking about who ate what goo pudding last week. That is the level of conversation (laughs) that we have when it comes to planning these things.
2: Yeah, um, but it also turns out that um, on the previous episode of these podcasts, um, we threw our producer, uh, Adem, under the bus for eating uh, one of the new flavoured goo... um, uh, ramekins uh, which was their honeycomb one uh, without having checked whether bush or i would like to eat that one first
1: and now it's come to light that uh there's in fact more of those honeycomb goo ramekins in the building and he needn't have uh taken the fall
2: so the question is to them uh and you can turn your microphone off for of this we don't normally allow that why why take the blame yeah
0: i wasn't fully listening to what you were saying
1: to this bit now or last time when we were talking about the goose <laughs> both both. fair enough All right, fair retracting enough. the apology but yeah taking it back uh, we've had a, a message in from a home time listener about a tray that's blown our minds and we want to share it with you immediately at the start of this show uh, Johnny has tweeted us to say Bush and Ritchie I have bought myself a padded in car tray <laughs> let that settle in for a second <laughs> a padded in car tray He says it's changed my life. I park up, I go in the back with a coffee and I do my paperwork. I hope he says, I hope that's actual writing and stuff. Otherwise, let's just get him off the show. He says, I do the paperwork whilst listening to the radio and munching sarnies. Uh, And he adds, I get more work done in the back of the car than anywhere else in my life at the moment. Now, I don't know about you. I mean, I was previously unaware of an in-car trade. I was unaware of in-car trays, um, it really confused me when
2: Bush and I got together when we uh, came into town today for work, we were sat down I said, what's going on with the bloke who's got in touch with us about the tray? Am I forgetting us talking about this whatsoever? And, and Bush confirmed to me, we hadn't talked about this, I love the fact that this has all happened just because they kind of thought, this is a great system. And I think Bush and Ritchie would be really into this.
1: And man, are we into it? We can't stop looking at the photo. If you have a look, if you follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, we've retweeted it. Uh, he's got his MacBook. On this kind of, like, oak finish tray that's attached to the back of uh, the passenger seat in the front, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a latte on the go there from Starbucks. He's got himself one of those uh, uh, USB mouse, mouse things. And he's got a little pen. It's like he's having a... Uh, maybe doing a bit of work as he's just coming into Stockholm at, like, uh, first class and yeah. on, on an airline or something like that. Uh, but we wanted to celebrate trays in general in this first hour of the show because... Uh, you know, in this this 12 months of working for a moment, trying to make yourself comfortable. If you've got a tray that's made your life just a little bit better, like Johnny there, we want to hear about it. Resgods,
2: what's that? Resgods. That is the IKEA name for the lap tray that I have at home at the moment. It's a fold-out one. It's designed for in bed, but it works on the on the sofa as well. Even if you if you actually want to sit on the floor. Yeah like you're in a school
1: assembly... The music stopped then, I'm not trying to speed you up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you,
2: you can put the tray over your knees and sit on the floor of you Res gods, that's what you need to look for. I hope you don't mind me
1: saying, I've seen that tray, it's got an undercurrent in the hospital about it. There's a whiff of, but I'll take that. I just don't like the curtain that you pull around the end of the <laughs> bed when you're having your tea. Our very own Matt Ford from Rock and Roll Football here on Absolute Radio has chimed in on Twitter with an amazing bit of top-level tray chat. Listen to this. This is almost taken from the pages of, like, a, an in-house tray retail magazine. He says, This bloke's tray sounds amazing. I've never owned a great tray, but when I was a barman, I loved rubber-lined drinks trays. Such a simple design feature, but it must have saved pubs around the world millions and stopped so many injuries. I have small hands. Carrying
2: around is always tricky, so I've loved it when they hand out when They say, Do you want a tray with that? And you get the rubber-lined tray. It's Fantastic. amazing. Uh, Andrew says, I, uh... Well, they're not that small, really, are they?
1: They, they are quite small. Really? Like little child's hands. They're <laughs> not child's hands. Like, to- like a toddler looking in the looking in the window at Debenhams when you hold them up like that. Andrew says,
2: um, <laughs> apparently not about hands now.
1: Don't, don't let it put you off. They, they're putting me off, but...
2: I own one tray that says I'm the world's biggest atomic kitten supporter. <laughs> it has a picture of the girls on stage at Wembley and was a gift from an ex-partner. Only good thing that she did.
1: Oh, slight bitterness towards the end there as well, isn't there? Behind that story is a lot of pain.
2: I like the idea of uh, on the lap or in the bed. This text here, though, could be one too far for me. It says I have a tray for the bath for eating tea. Oh dear! That
1: says to me, indigestion eating in the bath. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I've seen people watch TV with those little trays in the bath. I mean, back in the day when I was a kid in like the 80s, I remember my nana had one of those. Remember those metal trays that used to sit across old-fashioned baths? That you'd have like a those those stones called uh, you your toes? pumice stone, pumice isn't it? stone, and maybe like a bit of old-fashioned like uh, you know uh, imperial leather, but yeah. certainly not. Ham, egg and chips. No, I'm sorry, no. Uh, Lucy B says, I've got a tiny car, so when I go camping, I can take two trays so we can have our breakfast baps on our laps. Space-saving excellence, she adds. We've got Martin on the line. Martin, what's your take on trays?
3: Oh, well, I've, I've been a fan of the uh, lap tray since uh, I I've I've dropped my last chip down the side of the, uh, side of the seat. And ever since then, I kind of grabbed one, put it in
1: the car and been a fan ever since. Okay, and what kind of, is this a tray that attaches to, because Richie and I aren't aware of this, we've never seen this before, so it really has caught us on the hop today. Do they attach the steering wheel so you can eat like that, or how does it work?
3: So the one I recommended to you was uh, one that I saw on Amazon, that, that it, it turn, you turn the steering wheel upside down, it looks like, and you clip it on. But I've been using the sort of school dinner trays that, that you kind of get out of any, uh, any kind of, what do you call it, like uh, the the places that you see on the motorway, the motorway service stations, it's just one of those kind of trays, and I have it tucked into the back of the uh, seat. Hold up, hold up, hold
2: up, hold up. Have you been (laughs) half-inching trays from motorway service stations? Because if that's the case, I don't know whether we can talk to you any longer. No,
3: absolutely not from a motorway service station. Where are you getting your tray from? Where do you get it? So you can buy them from uh, eBay and some other places like that. Correct. Um, You've
2: just said you can buy them, which is not (laughs) implying that you have, my friend. uh, It was from a uh, a previous employer
3: a long time ago. It was uh, one that was going spare.
1: uh, Oh, uh, Oh, right. (laughs) I, <laughs> bet, I bet if we search Martin's car, open that glove compartment, <laughs> all sorts of condiments have fallen out, up and down the M6. You
3: know, you know what? I'm a local lad to you, Andy. Um, I'm in, uh, well, Rettondon in Essex. I'm around the corner from you guys. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that's just done me so well when we've had to sort of stop off at McDonald's and, and a little tray of wipes, uh, those little handy wipes, and you're good to go.
2: Which service station did they come from? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I had to invest in those. Unfortunately. Great to talk, Martin. Nice one, fella. Big fan of your work. Big fan of
2: you guys. Thank oh, you. God. Will, tell us about your tray.
3: So it was about two years ago. My mum came back from a charity shop with this uh, wooden tray um, with a sort of a pillow on the bottom, so I can rest it on my lap. And it's got a sort of a printout of a dog on, sort of a picture of a dog on. Right. Um, sort of a Jack Russell that looks just like our dog at home. So yeah
1: sort of use it every night it's my favorite tray oh and do you live with your mum or do you live you don't live with your mum anymore uh i'm currently with my mum at the moment yeah yeah oh that's cool so your mum's got you a tray that you can sit there and have your tea in the evening then together which is lovely yeah exactly yeah she's got a sort
3: of wicker tray and i've got my uh pillow tray i love it
1: and should you choose
2: (laughs) to move out you can still take the dog with you in tray form
3: exactly yeah so i'm planning to move out this year so uh i can take my uh Take my dog Tray with me. <laughs> my little uh,
1: Jack Russell. So yeah, fantastic. Uh, Will, we love you. Have a brilliant Monday night. Yeah, you too. Thank you.
2: Learned something yesterday that blew my mind. They say that uh, you learn most things in your life in like the first three years of your life, and then the rest of it, you know, you're not really learning. You you learn more in the first three years of your life than you do any other time. Is that an official phrase?
1: Yeah,
2: I promise you. I promise, promise you. That's, that's not the just irony, me making The irony—if you it up. made that up, that would be. <laughs> wouldn't that be a huge irony? Back me up. If you're a child-like psychologist, you learn more in the first three years of your life than you do in the rest of your life. Okay, it's absolutely true. <laughs> but I learned yesterday for the first time ever that a McDonald's Happy Meal—you <laughs> know, you know—the box they come in.
1: Yeah, it can be transformed into a tray. Oh, not more trace. <laughs> But <laughs> how but it's like a, it looks like a handbag it looks like a briefcase
2: doesn't it <laughs> i didn't realize so yesterday went to uh to westfield to uh, do a little bit of shopping and i posted uh on social media uh, an image of my little lad rocco sat there with uh, a happy meal Oof. and i got a comment back from someone saying you do realize that your happy meal box can be transformed into a tray and i'm like what <laughs> And it turns out this is a thing. And how has it taken me... Three children into my life, okay, 43 years, nearly 44 into my life, to learn that a Happy Meal box can be turned into a tray. So what, there's like perforated rippable bits in it as part of the design, or or you can just kind of mod it? Mate, this is the amazing thing about it. You're quite right. It does look like a cardboard handbag. Uh That's what I thought it always was. But there is a tab, so if you go up like about an inch from the bottom of the tray, there is like a tab that perforates all the way round wow and then the top of the handbag comes off and you're left with a tray
1: full of nuggets and chips and goodness that trays have really Not served goodness, but... kind of goodness <laughs> T- trays have really served us well in this today's show haven't they
2: we are an hour and 12 minutes into the show and we've talked about nothing other than trays <laughs>
1: (laughs) I feel quite bad that I wasn't aware of this, like, do you know what I mean? If it wasn't for this, you by chance putting it on social media, we might never have known. Exactly.
2: So this is the proof that you are always still learning in life. Delia says, I never knew this, but the tiny pocket in jeans was put there originally for pocket watches. That's
1: not. It's got another name. It's got another name from the 80s. (laughs) I can't say it on this show because I get taken off it. But ain't called, ain't pocket watches, mate.
2: (laughs) I, I've, I've got to be honest. I can't think of that... When you think about when the pocket watch was really in fashion... Yeah. I'm not sure that goes hand-in-hand hand with the jeans-wearing fashion. It's
1: not... That rabbit on, on Alice in Wonderland, he doesn't get his pocket watch out his flipping jeans, does he?
2: No. I think it's more likely that it was designed for...
1: Your 80s I've, thing. Uh, 80s stuff, do you know what I mean? Early 90s stuff as well. I, I've got a learning for you. You've just got into Better Call Saul, haven't you? I have, Yes. Yeah, good. Just, he's just finished Breaking Bad. I'm so jealous. He's just finished Breaking Bad. Now he's on Better Call Saul. Uh, Chuck McGill, the brother in uh, Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. I didn't realise he's the same actor that played the lead singer in Spinal Tap, Davidson Hubbins. I didn't know that. S- same guy. I did not know that. Well, there you go. Isn't that amazing? Good learnings. This is amazing. Chris says... Did you know, and he's only found this out recently, HP Source stands as, stands for Houses of Parliament, which explains the big picture of Big Ben on the front. That would all add
2: up. That's fair enough. It's an eye-opener, isn't it? Uh, Angie in Worcestershire texts to say, I've recently learnt my car has front fog lights. <laughs> I've had the car for 12 years. Wow. Wow, <laughs> Angie. Oh, my words. Chris, what have you learnt? Um,
3: I learned that the percentage on your phone app for the rain isn't actually the chance of rain that you're gonna get it's the percentage of the area that
1: you're in what an unhelpful bit of information not you i mean the phone <laughs> do you know what I mean i, I want to know what the chances are of me getting wet not like what percentage chance like Westcliff down the road from leon c might get a bit of rain I'm not interested in that, I mean me yeah exactly who told you that if you don't mind saskin um i think it was at tiktok TikTok, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. Come on, Chris. <laughs>
2: for a second we thought this was this was kosher information, but all of a sudden, in, in my opinion, you know, fantastic for watching, you know, funny little videos and sharing and annoying people, but for for information, really? Well, it's, it's several people have said it, so. I don't know how true it is. Well, we
1: don't know. I we don't it. know either way. Let's, we may be able to find out before the show is through this evening. Chris, good intel. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, Nathan, what have you learned?
4: Yeah, um, it turns out I'm a descendant of Robert the Bruce.
1: <laughs> wow, you've just found out you're a descendant of actual Robert the Bruce. Yeah,
4: supposedly. I've had a look on a sort of like genealogy sort of thing. Right. My dad had a bit, of a bit of one done a while ago, and I've just sort of like put that information on it, and it's now, like, sort of branched out and I've now, like, found out that I'm related to Robert the Bruce and other sort of royalty before that. I don't understand it myself,
2: personally. I mean, uh, you, you, sound, you sound quite Yorkshire to be quite yeah. frank,
1: so uh, that that would be quite a uh, realigning of your allegiances. This reminds me of the storyline in Neighbours where Harold Bishop became the Earl of Dune. Do you remember? <laughs> I had to go do and...
2: remember that.
1: Are you, are you able to go and claim any, like, castles that are rightfully yours up there, my friend? Well,
4: I'd like to. I don't know about sorting a military coup out
1: or, It can be peaceful, Nathan. Come, Come on, on, Nathan, on. mate. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like
4: getting some land and uh, just setting up north of the border
1: Okay, well, if there's any Scottish listeners listening to this right now and then want to donate a bit of land to <laughs> Nathan to set up his fiefdom, get in touch.
2: Somebody was saying earlier uh, about um, the uh, the Eugene uh, g- pocket. Oh, I, yeah. you uh, for uh, for wristwatches? Yeah, and uh, and that kind of thing. Um, so we need to uh, we need to uh, uh, take that in as learnings. We also got um, a-, a call earlier from someone saying that they learnt uh, that your percentage chance. Uh, um, on your phone. The rain thing. About the rain thing. Uh, about the rain thing. Uh, that has been debunked <gasps> on Twitter. Paul said, I learned that you shouldn't take weather advice from TikTok. Uh, the Met Office had to <laughs> issue uh, a statement because Scarlett Moffat, TV virtual reality. Oh, yeah, from you know, um, her. She'd yeah. done a TikTok about percentage chance on your phones, and it was all completely wrong.
1: So Nathan, who phoned in earlier on, who seemed like a nice lad, got that bit of intel about the the uh, precipitation weather app from Scarlett Moffat from Gogglebox <laughs> yeah. on TikTok. Yes. Right, I'm going to write his number and name <laughs> down. He's not coming back on again.
2: Uh, right, Mel, uh, what have you learned? I think this could be linked to a previous one. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I was always led to believe that um, it's to do with uh, the gold rush in America and oh. um, the little nuggets that
1: uh, they used to find they used to pop them in the little pocket. Well, do you know what? Nothing. In In, uh, in the, the late 90s in Torquay, you would have put a little nugget in that pocket, but it wasn't gold. <laughs> <laughs> naughty,
0: naughty.
2: We have our weekend cliffhangers on a Friday where you get in touch with us and tell us what you're up to this weekend. Uh, that means we'll want to get back in touch with you on Monday. Uh, we spoke to Phil on Friday night, first of all. Uh, let's find out how your cliffhanger went, Phil. Remind us, first of all, what you were doing.
0: Yeah, so basically I've joined the six-a-side football team where you um, also get points for losing weight as well. So it was the first week of it and I was a bit worried that um, the law of curry and beer might get the best of me. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah. So, it's so you're, you're,
1: you're, it's not just the result of the game, then. It's like your overall kind of uh, the weight thing is something that's in the back of your mind as well. So, how how did you get on? Uh, not only with the result of the game and your performance, but like in terms of weight loss.
0: Well, we didn't. We don't play again till Wednesday. We play on a Wednesday night, so we, we haven't played a second game yet. But um, in regards to the weekend, yeah, I, um, I've got like any good cliffhanger. I've got good news and bad news. So, so I'll start with the, the bad news. So I like to finish on a positive. So. Okay. Um, so the bad news is I did have a curry, but the good news is it was a, a homemade Slimming World curry. So, yeah, so I, I you oh, know... Hey. I uh, That's yeah,
1: good.
0: get me, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, I thought the good news I, was you were going to say it was so hot it went through you really quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I did a kick on it, to be fair. But, yeah, and, uh, and I, did, I did manage to stay off the beer as well, So, but I did have gin, so, there's the, yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah and I've just... I weighed myself after I spoke to you on Friday and I've just weighed myself now, and I've lost two pounds, so...
2: This is wow. also great news, and also proof that the Home Time Show is a slimming radio show. It really is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah so I'm, 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 you know, well chuffed, but, you know, I really tried to stay focused, and, yeah, I think speaking to you lads on Friday made me, you know, I thought, oh, I've
1: got to do it now, have not I? So oh yeah. well, it's it's an amazing thing. We're so, we're, we're really obsessed with it because I think it's fantastic. I mean, you've got yeah. to. I mean, normally we just find out on Monday how people have got on, but I think we need to find out on Thursday morning how Wednesday oh, yes, night's definitely. game was as well. Definitely.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, sure. What do you want me to like email you in or or
1: we'll get you back on. You can tell us about oh, it.
2: Fantastic. Yeah, great stuff. Oh, that would be
1: brilliant. Uh, we'll catch up with Chris very
2: soon, who had his big night out, uh, his first night out in ages. Got to see how that went with his uh, with his troublesome mate Gricey. I He's a character, isn't he, Gricey? Whole listenership to home time has been waiting on that one, so we'll catch up with him soon. Your cliffhanger uh-huh. over the weekend was a bit of jab action on Friday. How were you Saturday?
1: And I, I don't mean down South End Seafront near the arcades. <laughs> I mean, like, actual getting my AstraZeneca jab yeah. on Friday. The weirdest thing happened. I was fine right the way up until when I was going home on the train after cycling back to the train station on Friday night. Just suddenly started to feel slightly off my head mm-hmm. and all weekend I've had like the shivers obviously my other half Katie's been taking the mickey out of me because with my mum and dad it's my dad that's been in bed with it my mum's kind of carried on like a trooper as as women do in life just generally and men are lying on the couch like a greek tragedy so I have been I've had I've had a headache and I've, I've felt drunk for the past couple of days I'll be honest with you but today's the first day where I kind of feel all right Oh, you're actually all right today. Oh, yeah, although you wouldn't know. <laughs> which, is, which is good because we're going for a couple of beers after work. So I feel like I'm kind of keeping it, topping it up a little bit as well. Time to get back to our weekend cliffhangers. Been thinking all weekend about this group of friends who hadn't been out for ages and they had their first night out over the weekend. We've got to find out more about it. To tell us more, we've got him back on the phone. It's Chris. Chris, please recap for us what the hell was going on this weekend?
4: So it was his first night out in lockdown, um, and yeah, we were going to the pub. We didn't know where we were going to end up or what was going to happen.
1: And we were we were quite obsessed with one of your mates who sounds like a troublemaker. Please tell us what his name was again: Gricey, James Grice. Gricey. <laughs> yes. So,
2: what went down, and how's did, Gricey? He did not disappoint. <laughs> oh no. 2:30 so, pm. I wrote, I wrote
4: an email to you as well, just in case I missed it. So, 2:30 pm. One of the lads drops out, typical of him. Yep. Three PM, we arrive at the pub, it took about five minutes for his first pint, we realised we'd better order some food. Apart
1: from Gricey who decided not to eat. Of course, that's Gricey for you, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I thought Gricey all over. Four o'clock, four pints in, we decided to get on the shots of tequila. Oh. Five no. o'clock. Gricey's throwing up everywhere. Oh He's no. The- there's families everywhere. He decides to throw up and then go down the slide in the kids' zone. So that went
1: very well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Down the slide this in the Kinto. actually genuinely awful. He is out of control, so, Gricey, isn't he?
4: 7pm, we were kindly asked to leave because our table time was up. <laughs> so I think you'd, you'd be asked to leave <laughs> whether your time was up or not, mate. <laughs> yeah, it was. it felt like that, I have to admit, because there was plenty of empty tables
2: left.
1: Well, I tell you what, that did not disappoint in terms of an action-packed <laughs> night out.
2: <laughs> Definitely not pretty. Can I suggest you yeah, don't yeah. go out for another year and a half?
1: <laughs>
4: yes. Yeah. Well, this is the first time I've been out probably in about three years. Cause I didn't drink for two years,
1: so definitely went out with a bang. And have you heard from Gr- Gricey since? Is he okay?
4: Uh I only got a message got was at half seven yesterday evening saying I'm off back
1: to bed. There you go. That's our Gricey. <laughs> There you go, there's the podcast. Uh, we, we we alluded to it in the show as well. That we're off for a team night out tonight because we've been nominated for an award, which is a lovely thing. Uh, we're kind of all dressed up to the nines, ready mm. to go out. I've just got to uh, draw attention to Producer Adam's uh, medallion. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this? Ah. It's a nice... Medall- I just don't see medallions these days. <laughs> it looks like...
2: I'll tell you what it is. It looks like if back in the 80s, 90s, they were making uh, some kind of thing where there was like... Some absolute dodgy doctor who hypnotised people. Yes. That's the prop they'd use. It
1: is like a a pendant, isn't it? Yeah, Look into my eyes, not around my eyes. When
2: the chain comes off, I'm going to put it into a sovereign
0: ring.
1: No? Is is that a Bitcoin? It looks like a Bitcoin. (laughs) He would wear a Bitcoin around his neck, he would.